takes its first lead. podcast i'm your host maddie jane and i'm freddie ham freddie maddie jane my dude <laughs> where do we where do we even start I, uh, a lot yeah. has happened a lot right. has happened week uh, one yeah, already oh my gosh and of course because it, it's washington football right yeah yeah and in in washington the town who loves the backup more than the starter <laughs> right I yeah mean, that's just that that's how it's always been in washington right yeah even with this, it's it's just a little bit different. The performance that Taylor Heineke put on in that playoff game and then what he was able to do in, in the season opener, not getting the first team rep. What he did in Carolina the game before the play, playoff game, he did really well in that quarter. And I know that's like it's a quarter and then a game full of football right. and then what he had yeah. today. I understand that. But I'm just saying every time we've seen him recently, it's been good thing. The Heineke chant. I'm going to tell you guys, if you're watching on TV, if you're at the stadium, I mean, the Heineke chant was deafening. It was mm-hmm. intense. It was booming. I mean, and it started right away. And I know you have some thoughts about that. I totally love getting behind the guy right away and moving on kind of next snap type of mentality. But the fact that they started chanting it, Fitzpatrick is like just trying to get off the field. Like they're literally trying to help carry him off the field and the chants are starting. And to me, man, let him like get in the locker room first. Like let Fitz, because yeah, you know like, what I mean? Like, like You're like, man, Fitz is not even in the locker room yet. Well, that's like, cause like he's sitting here and I thought it was his back, but you can tell that he's just extreme, extreme pain. Like he's just gone through some type of pretty decent injury, right? Literally, he has two guys on either side of him carrying off the field. You hear the chance, you know? Yeah. And I, it probably is already a thing where he's come in knowing that people have this affinity with Taylor Heineke, you know? And he, it's not, oh, yeah. I think Fitz knows who he is and he's not worried about that kind of stuff. Probably could have waited at least till he got into the locker room and then let's light it up for Heineke. Let's get behind him 100%. I know that nobody was doing it intentionally, but I was like, uh, I can't chant yet. I cannot chant until that man's in the locker room. But it wasn't like, people were cheering for Heineke. Like, it wasn't like people weren't happy that Fitzpatrick got hurt. People right. were just hyped to see Heineke. Right. And that's fair. And that's why I understand where it's coming from. We know what Heineke means to us. I just felt kind of bad for Fitzy in the moment. I will say that everything just went up about 10 levels when Heineke entered the game. Not only because he did get the ball down the field more, but there was just another energy. Just like we've talked about it, I feel like the players and the team just seems to mesh a little better when Heineke comes in you know what I mean the same thing happens with the fan base and with the energy of the stadium I mean this is Heineke's show and here's the thing if ever he had an opportunity you got it primetime game against a divisional opponent in a got to have it situation I know that's crazy to say I mean it's so early in the season what do you mean Freddie got to have it situation yeah got to have it situation because we don't play another divisional game until December uh, JP Finley actually brought it up on uh, his podcast this team really just needs to be 500 when we hit December. If we're 500 when we hit December, if we win our divisional games and pick up uh, another win or two there, we're like, we're right there. Because all our division games are in the back end of our schedule. If you're looking at it and you're like, yeah, no, it doesn't matter. This isn't a must win. And I I understand must win is kind of extreme. But at the same time, look at 
our schedule the next couple of games after we play the Giants and tell me that we need this game. Like We need this game because it is a tough stretch. We know we're playing a tougher schedule, and I understand every year the schedule strength, the schedule thing. Maybe, but nah, we're playing some good, good teams. There's always big surprises in week one, but that's because we're going on what teams looked like last year. Right. Right? Um, and something that I've thought about, I'm not writing the defense off. I'm not writing them off after game one, but we have seen where teams have been, you know, great top five defense, and then the next year have been a middling defense with defensive units that really shouldn't have dropped off. We've seen that happen with the Vikings. We saw that happen with uh, Jacksonville. They ain't Saxonville no more. They, I mean, they had their bright spots, yes. I felt that we made enough plays to where we could have, should have maybe won, but not getting off the field on third down ain't gonna get it done. Not getting your pass rush on the edge ain't gonna get it done, and especially, I mean, I saw what the Chargers were doing and, and their splits. If they had that offensive line spread out wide, I mean, they had a, a magnificent game plan to try to neutralize our edge rush, and we weren't getting enough interior pass rush. I mean, what do we got out there at linebacker? This could be an issue, and people were talking about it. We've needed help at linebacker. Did we really get help in the offseason? I mean, we went and we drafted Jamin Davis. He's a rookie, right? What else did we do at linebacker? We got David Mayo. That was, yeah, our, I, that was our was So, I, and I get, now I, I really like what, what's going on at safety. I mean, Landon Collins is, is playing in the box. Except Cam Curl did not play enough snaps. He didn't. Landon Collins and Bobby McCain were both in like the 60s. I swear, I think that Curl was in the 30s. And Curl was making play. Or something like that. Like, y'all, Curl better be the most played safety. I'm sorry, but I think that he should be. Maybe that sounds crazy. I'm not saying McCain and Collins played poorly because I don't think they did necessarily but curl makes plays anytime he's on the field so he needs to get an abundance of snaps yeah no cam's my dude cam's my dude so he, he always showed up and he showed up yeah right? I know we're talking about linebackers I just and, uh, mentioned safety and I had well to put no that and we, no we can no we can talk about the whole defense because the whole defense needs to be talked about we'll talk about the secondary I mean I like the safety play Kendall Fuller had kind of an average game for Kendall Fuller yes I, and it's one of those things it's it's like he goes I don't it's 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 like is he hot or cold yeah. you know um William Jackson had a great William Jackson had the play of the game he did St. Juice I mean Justin Herbert was putting the ball on the money and you yeah. know some of these passes like that that back shoulder you mean you can't what else you want to do I mean he defended right. it the best he could people act like he looked like Josh Norman out there right you know and nah honestly they weren't getting any help from from our defensive line and that's supposed to be the strength of the team i was really disappointed with the defensive line ain't gonna get it done not doing it like that guys i think the difficult part at this point at least what i'm looking at is i think that when you talk about it as a defense right it's week one defensive line secondary i think the pieces are there it's just kind of getting in but that we're gonna rhythm continue getting... to have this liability at linebacker because that's what i'm yeah because i don't think the, we have I mean, the, the answer just, just wide open right i, I mean, don't think that we have have the answers on the roster for linebacker. Can someone call Luke Keekley, please? Can someone please call him? Right. Please call him. That's the other areas. I'm like, they'll get worked out. The Kings will get worked out because I think the talent's there. And I'm not saying, I think Jamin Davis, because I know, I think that the potential's here with, there with him, but I think, I just think that there are questions that we don't have the answers for in linebacker. So it's like, is that really going to improve like we need it to? I don't know because I don't know if we have those answers. We got to put this game in the rearview mirror. Yeah. It's a long season. Yes. It's 17 games now. Right, and we, uh, we 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 do, and it's a short week, so we got to put it behind us. But I, I did want to ask you this, and I'm putting you on the spot, Maddie Jane. All right. 
if we're gonna boil this game down to something very 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 basic are you putting this on the gibson fumble the hopkins missed field goal which by the way get rid of hopkins last year That's all I'm going to say about Hopkins. Or are you putting it on Coach Rivera being too conservative at the end of this game? I do have an answer, and I have a, a pretty sure answer, especially when you're there, too. You really can feel not just the energy of the people around you, but I feel like you can feel the energy of the team, of the field, and like really get a feel for what's going on. And I would have to say the, as much as I, it pains me to say it, the, the fumble, Antonio Gibson's fumble, because you come off this high and I just feel like the momentum was just flowing so incredibly hard on, like, on our side. That interception, we're in and the And they lead. were in the red zone, getting ready right. to score. It was such a momentum right. shift. Exactly. And, Will and William Jackson, who, by the way, I think we're going to be talking a lot about him. I hope so. This year. I mean, he's, dude, dude's legit. Yeah. Dude's legit. Yeah. And it was a great, and he talked about it. I, I was listening to 980 on my way home. And He's I, a country I boy. I didn't he know is. that. He is. And he rides um, horses. But I, he, William Jackson's going to be for us what Josh Norman was supposed to be. Going back to where we were, right? All, I would have to say all of the momentum in that moment was on our side after what happened there. I just feel like it was in our hands. And then literally as it fell out of Antonio's hands, the game slipped away. That was the turning point. That was the moment, I think, if you have to pick one. So, Maddie Jane, we are on to the New York Giants. I, I lost my voice. I have to hurry up and get it back so that I can also yes. lose it again on Thursday. Oh, it's going to be so lit. It's, it's going to be I, very, very I cannot lit. wait. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. Um, right. Yeah, but There's you know, a but lot you know of what? question marks. Hey, but it's it's okay because you know what? What? We got someone who can tell us what we need to do. That's right. That's right. And that is our bed. It's time for it. It's time for it, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for Corey's. Keys to victory. What's up, everybody? Sanchez 405 Corey from On the Warpath, bringing you my keys to victory here on Thursday night. It's a short week. You got to have a short memory after you lost to the Los Angeles Chargers. But relax, boys and girls. It's a long season. 16 games to go. And it, we're in for a haul here. But now it's time for hope. It's hope in Taylor Heineke. We need to see this guy who was in the playoff game last year. The legend of Ty Taylor Heineke, reborn, revised, revisited. And it starts with solving the Rubik's Cube on the opposite side of the field in Daniel Jones, a guy who has never lost to the Burgundy and Gold, dating back to his rookie season. But here's some numbers for you. He's 3-13 when he sacked three times or more, 3-12 when he throws an interception. So you gotta get after him. Defense has to play a lot better, has to play a lot sound. Better linebacker play, we need that. John Bostick, I'm talking to you, brother. Come on now. And uh, also, the safety play. 
Where's Camp Curl at? We need to see more Camp Curl. We got to see more Freddy's guy. And then also, on the other side, Terry McLaurin needs to get involved. Maddie's, Maddie's guy's got to get involved early. Taylor will let that happen. He targeted him four times, had four catches. That insane catch there. And we... This is all a part of that Heineke hope. Antonio Gibson, hold on to the ball, brother. Can't turn it over when you're facing the back of your own end zone. These are keys. You play a clean game, you're going to win. You're finally going to break that giant curse, and we're going to beat old Judge Joe Brown, Judge Judy, Joe Quinn, Judge Joe, whatever. Joe Judge, that's his name. Can't remember it. Don't really care. All thing I care about is winning. Go out there, hit somebody in a doggone mouth, and guess what? I'll see you at FedEx Field because I got to come up here, take a day off. We're going to get excited. No, I can't stop yelling because that's how I talk. And we're going to raise all cane up in this piece y'all we're gonna knock some heads off got to be violent at the attack got to reestablish the line of scrimmage something you didn't do well in the chargers game get after it make these guys look foolish and then also on the defense side of the ball this is a must win i hate to say it but this is a must win because if you lose this game it could start a snowball effect yes they deserve to die and i hope they burn in hell but like i said culture needs to change we get that. It's a process. It's a three-year process. We're only on year two of it. Hang on with Ron Rivera and company, y'all. It's okay. Keep your head up. Keep your head up to the sky. As I say on my channel, love, peace, and hell. And now back to my boy, Freddie and Maddie. So basically, all we need to do to win on Thursday is to win on Thursday. Sounds good to me. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> so until next week, we all hail together. <laughs> That's it. That's all. That's it. I was actually debating whether or not if, if this should be our first episode where we just don't do props at all. <gasps> but I said it. You you did. So that means we got to do it. That means we... You can't say it, Freddie. If you say it, it, it goes I know, in motion. I know, I know, I know. <sighs> it's time for props. Props this week. Got to give it to Jameis Winston. Ooh. Never thought I would be giving props to Jameis Winston. <laughs> Dude threw for five touchdowns. If you would have told me that Jameis Winston was going to come out and he was going to throw for five touchdowns while Aaron Rodgers was going to throw two picks and zero touchdowns, by the way, in the worst loss of his career, I would have told you that you were lying. This week, Jameis Winston, you deserve all the crab legs, sir. Props to you. Walking billboard for LASIK. Because, man, that seemed to have done the trick. And maybe Aaron Rodgers needs it. Let me just say, because you brought this game up, I am all in on the conspiracy that Aaron Rodgers only came back to Green Bay to sabotage this last season. I am in on it. Okay? And that's all I'm going to say about that. We You're can revisit it later. Okay. I'm in on it 100%, but we can revisit it later and see what happens down the road. But week one has me absolutely convinced. So I did the around the league props. Does that mean you got the in-house props week one? It's slim pickings. Okay, I'm going to give props to somebody that may be a little bit under the radar, but I definitely think uh, I'm not going to give props to his number because I don't know how I feel about it still. But I want to give props this week to DeAndre Carter. 
number one, okay? I know you didn't see much of him, but I really liked what I saw. Some little flashes there in the return game. He's shifty, he's quick. On that long return he had, he slips that one last tackle. And he's gone. Yes. I literally, I was like, no, it was amazing. Uh, I think that just from what I saw there, I could see us having some maybe big returns this season because I think he's gonna give everything to these returns. I mean, I didn't know what to expect because I know people have talked about him, but we haven't really seen a whole lot of, of his return game, but liked what I saw. But I do have to do the hat tip or whatever you want to call it because there was a catch in this game that literally it was right in front of me. I knew, I knew you're going to sneak some 17 love in there. Yeah. I, you have to. You have to because you're wearing the jersey. Right. And I was like, yeah, everybody look at me. I'm wearing the jersey of the greatest player on the field because what was that catch? Like that was just I it, okay, our perspective, right? I'm looking at it, I'm thinking that it was an interception. And then as I'm doing that, waving my hands, flailing them like a crazy person, I look at Terry stand up and he's holding the ball and I'm literally like, what? I didn't know he was a magician. <laughs> I was like, how did this happen? I genuinely had no idea. It was the craziest thing. Hands to my head in complete shock and disbelief, even though it's Terry and that's what he does. And also, I just want to also use this moment to reiterate that is why I love Taylor Heineke's game because he gives opportunities to the guys like Terry and Logan who usually make the most of them and do things like that that don't you don't see normal people do but but terry does them and that's why you give him chances because he does crazy stuff like that and contorts his body to be able to catch a ball that probably should have been intercepted but you know what he caught it that was that probably deserved really the, the true props because that catch alone we're going to be talking about it all season i mean that was just literally mind-blowing i genuinely felt like i was watching a magic trick when he came up with that ball i was like he is a magician. Now it's it's becoming one of those things where you just you just expect it. It's like, did yeah. Terry? Did, I mean, did did Terry just make the catch of the year in, in week one? It's crazy. Th this is a good way to take us to the end of the to the end of the show. We are going to abstain from the bold predictions for Thursday. Uh, yeah, just, that's probably just because, good. Like, just 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 don't have the don't have the strength, man. Not gonna jinx ourselves and make any bold predictions, uh, but I will say this, uh, and I'm gonna bring it back. We're gonna bring it full circle here um, in what you were talking about with Heineke giving uh, Terry a chance and obviously throwing a touchdown pass uh, to Logan Thomas. If Heineke will lean on the guys on the offense that he needs to lean on and continue to do what he's doing, it's very, very clear that the leaders of the team on both sides of the ball believe in Heineke. Yes. Uh, and obviously, Heineke believes in himself. We need to support him. We need to support him the same way that we've been supporting him. And then also, you know, at some point when the chips are down, we got to stand behind this man. Yeah. So, I think that he can do it. Come on, coach, I can do it! I don't think it's going to be perfect. I think what makes Heineke who he is, his ability to break the pocket and take off and run, or his ability to yeah. just throw a little shovel pass to Terry McLaurin when you think there's nothing there. Right. If he's smart about it and doesn't get in the habit of doing it all the time, then I'm all for it. Because people talk about like, oh, well, it's risky. It's going to come back to bite him. And you don't see anybody saying that about Patrick Mahomes. Right. Uh, I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes. No, but but your point like, stands. Yeah. Yeah. But, you, you, but you get what I'm saying. Yes. Um, but I mean, the biggest thing, though, I mean, and, and you know, and, and we talked about it, and I just want to come back to this and end on this. Everybody, everybody is behind Heineken. You just want to root for him. His teammates the fans 
And I really, really hope the coaches. Yeah. You know, Scott Turner loves him. By the way, Scott Turner called a, a good game. He didn't abandon the run game. I mean, I thought that he did pretty good with what with what he had. And it'll be interesting to see what we do on Thursday. Short week. Both teams come in after losses, so obviously, you know, both of us are going to be hungry. I still believe that the Chargers are going to do really, really well this season. I think we lost close to a really, really good team. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I mean, there's no moral victories. I'm not saying no, that but, I'm, not make, I'm not making excuses for right. the loss, but it ain't like we came out and lost to the Vikings. Yeah, that's true. Well, listen, everybody, get your popcorn ready. It's prime time. It's Thursday night. It's time for us to beat the Giants. It it's is. time for us to beat Daniel Jones. Yes, Let's please. go witness it in person, Freddie. Please, can we put that man on the ground? Please. Please. Yes. And don't everybody be writing off Chase Young. Come on. Yeah, all the people who are hating on Chase Young this week are going to be back on the, the Chase Young train when he sacks Daniel Jones like three times. Sack fumbles. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, 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 right? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll let him do we'll let him do the playing, all right? We don't have to even talk about it. We'll we'll let him do his thing and it's gonna happen and it's gonna shut everybody up. So let's just get to Thursday. Let's be Daniel Jones. I'm ready. We will let the dudes be dudes. Yes. And we will remain Freddie Ham and Maddie Jane. That's right. And on that note, yo, until next week, we all hail together. It's what we do, it's who we are. HT, we are. Peace. Big ups to Shelly. I got to give a special thanks to Shelly. Shelly hooked me and my girlfriend up with uh, with parking. Hooked us up with parking for the game. So it was very cool. Shelly is amazing. I'm so happy that I got to meet her in person finally. And um, Shelly, I, I don't know if she's listening to this, but I have to say this. Even, she may not remember it, but I just have to say, Shelly, just remember, you get the head, I'll get the ankles. And y'all may not understand that, but I think a lot of you, if you did, you would agree with us. But I'm just going to say that and see if she remembers. But shout out to Shelly because uh, she is phenomenal. And she is as beautiful in person, even more beautiful in person than you see on Twitter. So Shelly's amazing. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all, folks. <laughs>